solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Eight. Snape victorious. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex. And this is Potter Watch. Do you think people know that we just switched names? No. <laughs> if I didn't say anything. <laughs> right. I don't think they would know. What if we did the whole episode and we pretended to be the other person? Like we didn't tell them. Okay. It doesn't have to be this episode. But you, I think people I think people would notice after a while because I think we have different ways of talking. Oh, yeah. And we don't, like, say, like, okay, this is Molly now talking. <laughs> yeah. But then I feel like I would just have to pretend to take views that I feel like you would take on things. I was just thinking, I was like, what would I say if I was Alex? And the first thing that came to mind was, like, my boy! <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to talk about Draco a lot. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have any catchphrases. Um, just, I feel like a lot. <laughs> I feel like... Um, uh, I'd have to come up with a fan theory. Yeah. Yeah. My boy! <laughs> Speaking of your boys, I, I no, don't, don't, I had my letter. I don't, I don't claim anyone in this chapter. Oh, well, you haven't had a letter via Draco. Oh, I'll never have a letter via Draco. But yes. I, I thought when you, you said your boys. Oh, and I mean Harry I, and Draco. Oh, I thought you meant Snape. I, okay, I see. I was like, I've stopped claiming him. No, honestly, after that, I haven't thought of him as, sometimes, like, if we're talking about it, obviously, but I don't think of him now as, like, one of your, your mains. He's not, he's not even a side piece. He's not a main or a side piece. Yeah. Drake um, filled every, uh, ew, I was just gonna say crevice, but that didn't feel good. No, no, that is worse than water play. <laughs> no context. Um, um, okay, well, let, let, let's introduce the chap. What We're doing chapter eight. Snape's victorious. Snape victorious. Pretty apt. Yeah, what a good title. Uh, I, um, yeah. No, go ahead. I think I've probably used this before. It just sounded familiar. I said um, jinxed and unjinxed. It does sound like a chapter title, like one of your chapter titles. I know. It works. It works though. Yeah. What did um, you rename? I'm pretty sure I haven't used this rename before. It is Snape's Ellipses, a petty bitch. Um, that sounds familiar. Like, Does it? I mean, I might have, but I doubt it. Just like his whole life. His whole life, his whole existence. Did you were going to say like something petty grew and I was like, what? <laughs> Did you say <laughs> No. I don't, I won't invoke that name. <laughs> no. We don't even, we've never like used that version of the name. No. Wormtail. Yeah. The rat. Oh. Shall we? Oh, no. Shall we um, summarize? Sure. Let me know what's up with this chappy chap in a 575, please. <clears throat> um, this is pretty bare bones, but um, Harry what? has been found. Sorry. Harry has been found. Uh, Harry has been found. Um, <laughs> Snape's up for another round and Hogwarts on lockdown. Why are you so good? They're not. They just rhyme. They make them better. You put a bow on your haiku. But you usually do like a very like artful, like actual poetry 
only on I've been lazy this book only on only really when I have time and I'm feeling inspired there are a lot of like checks uh, boxes that need to be checked before I do like a decent job at a haiku yeah um but I'm just saying like you're definitely more artful with the poetry I'm more of just a rhymer rhyming is great I love your rhymed poems um speaking of laziness uh my haiku is tonks rescues harry snape docks points okay sorry i left out a word when i was writing it and i wanted to make sure that i didn't leave out the word because it didn't fit okay i wouldn't know <laughs> snape docks points and roasts poor tonks and will teach defense. So just like an accurate summary of what happened. Which arguably is more important. I don't know. They're both, they're both a way to do the do, to do the thing. The do's been done. Um, so my rat, I'm just kidding. Um, my quiz question. You <laughs> <laughs> laugh because I have them all in the same place like that. And so I'm just like, all right, moving on to the next thing. Yeah, I feel like energy is low right now. And this like chapter isn't helping. I don't mean for my energy to go. No, I think mine is too. Like, it's just, we're like, we're, yeah. Yeah, I mean... We know what's going on in the world right now, people. Energies are what they are, and... Yeah, I mean, um, it's going to come out, like, three weeks from now, but hopefully there's still things happening, so... Right now, we are in the thick of COVID-19 with some much-needed protests against police brutality, and things are rough. They're rough. However, we hope that we're gonna muster up some energy and give you some comfort. And I have a laugh for my first note. Same. Give us your laugh, Molly. I just wanted to point out a line. <laughs> what a stupid situation to have landed himself in. LOL, yes, you found this trouble, Harry. It did not find you. It did not find you. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. Um, my first LOL in my notes is, um, I'm just going to like point up this quote, laying there like an absurd turtle. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> That's how Harry describes being under the invisibility cloak like and Protificus uh, totalist. He's like, I hate that I'm just laying here like an absurd turtle. <laughs> Which I found very funny as a descriptor. I'm also just like, that line just makes conjures up an image of him like, like rolling in a circle, like on his back. <laughs> and like not able to stop. Absolutely, it does. Like, I don't don't know if that is really an accurate description of what he looks like under there not at all I don't think no like I recognize and it's so specific that you would think it must it's so specific <laughs> I recognize that like this is terrifying to be like in his position right now but also like hilarious just like the yes. way it's described Yes, he's so grumpy about it. I would be grumpy too. Yeah, I, I think grumpy may be an understatement. understatement. A little bit, maybe. Okay. Um, um, okay, but real talk here. I do think he could get back to the castle within a day. He'd be like... Like, so you get no Harry Potter. <laughs> right. So, like, he gets to, he goes back to London. Oh, no. He can go right to the Weasleys. 
and then they can get him to Hogsmeade, and then he can literally, he could walk to the castle and then be like, yo, I'm here. I do think um, he probably doesn't have his owl, which may cause some problems, but... um... Yeah, I mean, I think hopefully Harry could get, find a way to get from um, King's Cross to either um, Diagon Alley or the Weasleys. I mean, the man child, um, man slash child, man child, (laughs) he managed to get from Hogwarts to the Ministry of Magic in an afternoon. Uh, so. So I think um I think he can figure it out (laughs) like it is like an inconvenience but I don't think this is as dire a situation as I thought it was when I first read this when I was younger when I first read this I was like he won't go to Hogwarts this year yeah that's what he thinks he's like that's my only chance and I'm like that's dramatic for Harry and that's dramatic for me I think he also like still does not have the self-awareness of like who he is to the wizarding world it's like no one's gonna like it's not gonna go unnoticed that you're not here you're also the most protected person like at school Harry Harry um, but luckily Tonks is on it. Um, oh wait, sorry, one more note before that. Mm-hmm. He says something about, um, he's imagining Malfoy was in a carriage with Crab, Goyles, Beanie, and Pansy Parkinson recounting the attack. I was just like, at least he'll be talking about me then. <laughs> Yeah, even in Harry's fantasies, he's like, Malfoy must be thinking about me, so. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, no. It's a mutual pining, for sure. Um, okay, so my favorite part of this chapter, um, I think all my points go to this part, is when Harry is telling Tonks about who did this to him, it the way Jim Dales reads it and the way Harry says it is like you're in a CW drama and these are like enemies to lovers and like he, like who did this to you? And Harry just goes, Draco Malfoy, cut to black. Commercial. Commercial. <laughs> like, he looks over his shoulder. It's just so dramatic. I love it. Like, I, I, maybe if you can find it, this is very, like, small. If you can find Jim Dale's having Harry say it, it's just so funny. I was cracking up. For sure. And then he's, like, rude to Tugs. She's an auror. She can do a, a healing spell. But then on my second part of that note was, like, we did see what happened with Lockhart and trying to fix a bone. So I'm going to give you a yeah, but stone insults Tonks with a Lockhart comparison. Not you, Harry. Yeah. But yes. Um, also, poor Tonks. She's clearly so depressed right now. It's so sad to see her like this with like no... I don't care about like... They keep describing her as like mousy or whatever. But like more just like her spirit is like dead crud I think that's what people mean when they're saying like mousy I think Tonks exudes like a light in every way and and not to say that she's become like I think she just has an extraordinary spirit that shows outward and inwards and because her insides are a mess her, like, outward spirit has become very ordinary, which is just so not like her. Like, I don't think anybody's like, ugh, Tonks sucks, except for Ron. Yeah, it's like Luna is like that. Like, if her spirit is, like, crushed, it's, like, it's so serious. It's so noticeable. You, you're like, 
oh, that's a drastic shift. And I think, yeah, for Tonks, it's like very visual because she clearly went from being like vivacious, um, uh, pink haired goddess to she, like, yeah. You she know. literally wears her emotions on her sleeve. Yeah. My sleeve, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Take a snout. Um, I never noticed before, and I'm sorry for your quiz question, but like one of the Auror's names that's guarding the school is called Proudfoot, which why did she have to choose a name so similar to Padfoot? Well, who made her do that? Nope. Not anyone, not a soul. JK Rowling, Proudfoot. Like, oh, who else is there? Well, Proudfoot, Savage, and Dollish. Those are the names. That's not my quick question because I don't have one. I but didn't have I one either. If I had one, it would have been that. <laughs> I don't have one either. That's it. So just study now. Dollish, Proudfoot, Savage. Yeah, because it was savage of her to do that. He's a savage. Dollish, Proudfoot. Savage. Dora. <laughs> um, no, I said he's savage. I started with him. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. He's savage. I Dollish. thought you were calling Dollish Savage. <laughs> no, no, no. Or Proudfoot. Uh, I hope that song's still like in the zeitgeist by the time this episode goes up. What song? I was singing a song. That's like a song right now, a popular song right now. I'm a savage. Classy, boozy, ratchet. Baby, girl, what's happening? Is this a new song? Kind of. Like, it came out, I think, during quarantine. Okay. I haven't, like, listened to any new music. Yeah. It's also a TikTok song. Classic. Like, it's a popular song on the radio, but I think everyone knows it now because it's, like, a pop, like it's a, a TikTok dance goes with it. Yeah. Um, I think it was a beautiful rendition. And if it's not still in the zeitgeist, I think you just brought it back. Thank you, everybody. Alex Reeves, I'll be here until quarantine's over. <laughs> After that, who knows? <laughs> uh, we'll never leave. <laughs> never know. um, okay, I do want to give Tonks props because I think it's pretty good detective work how she figures out where Harry is. I know, she's an horror. Like, she's Harry. like a good horror, good at her job. I think everyone underestimates her because she's young and she's got to where she is and she's that young. Yeah. And she fixed your nose. Not like Luna in the movie who like fucked you up, Harry. <laughs> Wait, did that happen? Did she mess up his nose? Well, I think it's it looks like she really messed up his nose because she goes, I fixed like toes and fingers before. And then she goes a pixie, and his nose just keeps bleeding. In the oh. Like, he's walking in with, like, a bunch of stuff. And um, Jenny's like, why is he bleeding? Why is it he's always bleeding? Or something like that. Oh, that's such a cute line. That is a cute line. I think she does a good job in that one moment. <laughs> just kidding. That was so savage. <laughs> Wow, you're real proud foot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's the energy. We found it. We needed this today. Oh yeah, for sure. Um so show. He okay. Harry <laughs> Harry is so hairy in this moment where they get to the gate and he's like full panicking, like doesn't say a word to talk so they just arrive and he's like alohomora it's not working i guess i'm gonna have to climb the wall you can't do that dumbass and then he's like i guess i'm gonna sleep here okay and i'm like you have no fucking chill like zero chill zero chill um 
Take one second. (laughs) I've been doing a, um, it's kind of like D&D, but it's more, it's just like a tabletop game with some of our friends from college. It's like Nell and her crew, like Nell's running it. And, um, and we all have different, you know, checks that we need to get and stuff like that. And one of them is like a chill check. And, um, And so it's like in a, like, in a danger situation or a stressful situation, you have to roll to see how chill you are in the situation. Harry rolled like a one (laughs) at all times. No chill. I was like, just one, wait till Tonk says something or just ask like, oh, how do we get in then? Like, he immediately went to, well, I guess I have to sleep here. Also, boy, you thought an Alohomora was going to work on the gates of Hogwarts? You thought that? For real? Is that a joke? Also, like, she just sent a Patronus. Like, calm down. I get it. His pride is, like, wounded. He has to show that, like, he can take care of himself. Which is so dumb. Just take the L, Harry. Just take the L and live your life. Also, once again, trust the aura you are with. I, no, it's fine. I don't think that. Aura and Order of the Phoenix member. Double whammy. But he, you don't, he doesn't respect authority. I know. Like, as a rule. But like Tonks isn't even like authority. I know. He knows her. But he has a weird he has a weird thing about proving himself. You know. He's such a dumb boy. <laughs> oh, my children are so problematic today. Oh. Now we're to Snape and my mood has immediately dropped. He, like, made me so angry this chapter. And I think it's just because I have, like, a lot of impatience right now for um, dumb, stupid people. (laughs) But um, he just pissed me off so much. (laughs) And just people, like, wielding their power without any kind of check. Right. Like, it was just, like, it made me so angry. I was not handling any of it. There was one point that I checked out, and so I had to rewind it because I was, like, I was refusing to take in Snape's bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, he's, like, fucking gloating, and my question to him was, what does this say about you that you get off on this? Like, treating a, a child like this, you're literally getting off on it. Right. And I made a joke. I said, um, Snape, fuck you. You are the definition of I didn't come here to make friends. Like, because, like, Harry, fine. You have your weird, stupid, petty vendetta against this child. Fine. But, like, Chance, as far as I'm concerned, has done nothing to you. So why don't you lay off? Like, also, how does he even know what's happening? How does he know about, like, the Lupin stuff? Because I think when he sees her Patronus, he guesses. He, like, puts two and two together. That's very intuitive. I mean, it's a werewolf. So. I mean, but Harry, who has seen Lupin IRL, was like, what is that? A big shape. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I would say that Snape is probably a little bit smarter than Harry. And also, I feel like Lupin is probably imprinted in Snape's mind because that's like his trauma. Um, I also, I think also like Snape has occlumency on his side or whatever it's called. Yeah. But I also think they were probably, like, flirty-flirty in previous, like, DA meet, like, not DA. I know what you meant, yeah. Uh, order meetings, because 
that's like the only time they could see each other. They were probably like asking to go on like lookouts together and they were probably really flirty before everything went down and now things are changed. So I think he probably picked up on the vibe, you know? He knows what's up with everyone. Yeah, he's really a gossip. He's here for the tea. (laughs) Yeah, so he can use it in moments like that. Yeah, so he can use it against you. (sighs) But yeah, that was my thing. I was like, she's on the, she's in the order with you. Why are you such a piece of shit? Like, just be a normal person. I think the only person that he has, like, the, what's that word? Like, something, Viacom, I, what? What's that Is word? Is it in English? <laughs> um, like a, a Viacom of respect and. Viacom. Modicum. 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 Why do I use words I don't know? But <laughs> you you know what it is in your head, which means that you do know you're aware of the word. You just can't think of it. I relate. I do that all the time. I think the only person he has a modicum of respect for is McGonagall. Like other than yeah. Dumbledore. Yeah, I agree. And that's that's the end of the list. Yep. Um also, I got, like, really petty myself, because later in this chapter, it, it's, like, hair, um, uh, he got, I mean, Snape got his deepest desires, and I was, like, well, not his deepest desire, am I right, Lily Potter? We're eeks. <laughs> Honestly, someone needs to take him down a peg. Yeah, and then I just started talking to him in my notes. Like, my next note says, Snape, this is really not the day. I swear to God. <laughs> I was just, I'm at the cloak thing when Harry, like, goes to put it on. And Snape's like, no cloak. You can, like, walk in without it. That's what you really want. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I went for my invisibility cloak, because I want to be seen by everyone. You caught me. I just made a face <laughs> I um I said it's nice that Harry's holding it together because I certainly would not be able to. I'd be proud. I was very proud of him. I would have been um I I would have been acting a fool in this dining hall. I would have been expelled. No, I I mean I personally am a coward, but Yeah, I like I say that. I think by year six, I might actually be tempted to hit him if he said the stuff that he said to me. Like, year one, I might, like, cry. Year one, year two, year three, probably a crier. If authority doesn't like me, I lash out and cry. If authority continues to, like, pick on me and I feel like it's not justified or earned, then I will lash back. Like, I have no control when I hit a certain limit and I feel like I have a high patience threshold but sometimes if I hit it I can't I'm not in control of my actions yeah especially knowing that you're not you well thinking that he's not gonna have them that year that might make me a braver yeah still crying whilst oh crying but like saying what I need to say all my shower thoughts (laughs) yeah that I've been practicing for six years well, you have greasy hair. <laughs> no one loves you, including my mom. And I don't even know that yet. She hated you. She hated you and she thought you were disgusting and she was only your friend out of pity and you're an asshole. Look at my eyes. They're puffy, but look at them. <laughs> look at them. Something like that. You're a bully. You're a bully. You've always been a bully. And honestly, if it wasn't for Dumbledore, you'd be on the street somewhere. Dead. 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 <clears throat> yeah, but he's doing a really... Um, wow, I needed that. That felt really good. <laughs> good. But I am... 
am impressed with how well he's like keeping it together, especially he's like, he's been having his own shower thoughts with this whole serious business. And I'm just shocked he didn't say anything. Yeah, the serious on top of like what he just went through in Malfoy, like he's seething right now. I, I am so shocked he kept it together. I mean, yeah, ultimately works out probably better for him. Yeah, then he takes, Snape takes those points away, and that really would have been the last straw, because I I can't stand the injustice. I would have marched right into that room like Snape said said I would. I would go to McGonagall and be like, um, Malfoy, um, Petrificus totalist me, threw my invisibility cloak in front of me, and broke my damn nose. So I'm certainly not the one losing points. And, uh, like, he doesn't want to- I literally couldn't put my clothes on. Like- he didn't want to give Malfoy the satisfaction, I understand, but, like, it's way, way, I don't care about that. I don't care. The problem, too, though, is talking about systematic problems. Um, If he went and told McGonagall, she probably wouldn't do anything because it's like, oh, well, he's a professor. He can take away points if he wants to. Yeah, but she would fight for him because then I think it would probably equal out where it's like, you can't take away points from Harry when the only reason he's late is because your student, like, lit- like I think he, Malfoy would get expelled for that. Like, he literally- I doubt he, it. He wouldn't, but he should. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that is, like, not an okay offense. And Tonks found him, so there's an aura there as proof, you know? He's not making it up. I think that he should have told McGonagall. I know. I just feel like the professors come off as, like, they don't question each other's, like, decisions, which I think is a problem. Yeah. We need to checks and balances. Call out your problematic friends, Professor. Where are you at, Dumbledore? Where are you at? Will this happen? Where are you at? We're waiting. But, yeah, Harry should tell McGonagall. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, like, there wouldn't be a question. I would be like, give Snape the hand if I manage to not yell at him. Then I would rein it in, march right to McGonagall at the head table, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, tell, say my piece, and then I'd grab a muffin from the table and head right to my bed. Be like, Hermione, do not wipe this blood off my face. They need to see it. <laughs> they need to see it. Um, but separate question, <clears throat> maybe not as important. Um, where was Hagrid? Um, who was getting the first years of Hagrid was like late. Uh, I think Snape said he did it. Snape said I did it because Hagrid was late too. Just bragging. Those poor poor first years. That's your introduction to Hogwarts. Yeah, what a rough one. Probably sense. Like, send McGonagall. Send a ghost. I mean, anyone. Literally anyone else. Bloody Baron. <laughs> okay, but I wonder who our wife will be this chapter. <laughs> I have no idea. It's a real toss-up. Um, thank God you're dropping divination. No, Harry, like... Been a long time coming, I'd say. Hermione's like, where you been at? <laughs> For sure. I I think it's funny that Filch is like already like no wizard Weasley products like at all. <laughs> like yeah. nipping that. Honestly, fair. They're like <laughs> not good for school. Yeah. Um just funny. It's like, you will not haunt me, although they certainly do. <laughs> yes. Um, well, Harry says, um, what does he say that I'm like, well, you're gonna get your wish, aren't you, Harry? Oh, that he's gonna be gone after the end of the term? No. Because he says that about Snape. He's like, well, oh, no, no, no. It's when he says, um, I wish I could just have a one-on-one fight with Malfoy. Oh. And I was like, well, you're going to get your wish, Harry. Be careful what you wish for. 
I, he, um, he got what he wanted, but not in the way he expected. That's not Shakespeare. I don't know what is. I blocked that all out, so <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um, I had a note about how Hermione says a line. This is maybe more of a Jim Dale reading of it, but she says, like after, right after they announce, like Snape is actually taking over for potion. She's like, "But Harry, you said that Slughorn was going to be teaching defense against the dark arts." It's like yeah. that was the information I got. So what's happening? Like I cannot change now. <laughs> it was like so rigid. It's like, well, Harry, you said. Well, I think she is like panicking. Oh like, yeah. her, like her chill check is not very high right now, and she usually. Like, as a good chill check but I think she's like in my head I thought we knew <laughs> which I don't even know why she's that upset because she was gonna take both classes anyway I think she's probably upset for one for Harry yeah and I think like what yeah, I think it's probably Harry and also I don't think she trusts him to teach defense so I think she's probably like here we go, another bad defense teacher. Yeah. I also don't think she adapts to change well. Like, she's already made decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Something has already been told. She's been, she got this knowledge. She's also, like, Snape picks on her and defense is her least favorite subject. So she's, like, potions I'm naturally good at, so he can't really, like, yeah. Um, he can't really bring me down in potions because I can learn that on my own and still succeed. But if she's trying to get her defense newt, she's like, I'm can't, I, I'm already kind of for Hermione struggling with this class. I can't also have Snape as a teacher fighting against me. That's a good point. I mean, she just got those owl results. It does seem though that he is like an excellent defense against the dark art teacher. In that he's like very knowledgeable. Yeah, but he's a bully. Yeah, he's just a bad teacher. <laughs> he's a terrible teacher. Fair. <laughs> I just mean like in terms of like their other teachers and their knowledge base. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Lupin a low was... bar. Lupin was the best one, obviously. Oh yeah. And then I think Mad-Eye was also a good defense teacher. Like, Barty Crouch Jr., I would rather have as a defense teacher than Snape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, What? just trading one Death Eater for the other. Yeah, I think that's a better trade. Um, yeah, not great, you're right. He's just like, you have to do the spell silently, and I'm not going to teach you how to do it. So there. Um, okay, but this potions reveal is so good, though. Like, J.K. Rowling knew what she was doing. It's a good one. Like, it's good in, like, real time, like, in the book and for yeah. the future. <laughs> Hey, but and sorry, I'm a little bit behind. <laughs> Harry voicing no is so funny. Like when it's like, and Snape will be teaching defense against the dark arts. Again, chill check of zero. No. <laughs> Same. And then Snape's like, <laughs> right. But then Harry um, says something very dark when they're talking about their past defense against the dark arts teacher. He's like, well, with Pearl, we got a death. I'm hoping for another death. Am I right? And I was like, rough. <laughs> Well, you're going to get a death. It might not be in the way that you wanted it. Woof, woof, woof. Not good. Um, I had a note about, like, the current times we're living in and how America can't get their shit together. Oh, I'm ready. Dumbledore says... I trust you to conduct yourselves always with the utmost regard for your own and others' safety. I had that too. <laughs> that would be my tattoo for this chapter. 
amazing. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, I have a note about Brop. Why couldn't this mountain situation have happened sooner, Hagrid? Nope, had to ruin the forest first. Had to take Hagrid, duh. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's good. Like, Grop is necessary at the end. He really does show up. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I think we said this, like, we don't hate Grop. We just don't really like I it. Think he, was li- it. he was living in a situation that was not good for him. I love that Grop is now in the mountains living his best life. He doesn't need to be your apprentice, necessarily. No, that seems, like, equally dumb. Seems just as dumb, Hagrid. Like, just go there in the mountains, have a good giant brother time, and then come home. And I'm, like, I'm not so against him being, like, he needs a girlfriend at some point. I think he says that. Because the giant population is, like, extinct, basically. (laughs) But maybe not, like outside Hogwarts like maybe there's a better place for that to happen agreed agreed for sure oh Hagrid I had a note about Ron and Hermione and the whole Malfoy situation I'm like of two minds once again I'm just like it's hard for me to be mad at them for not like being on the same page about Malfoy because there's like a they have like a lot of evidence to be like Harry like you just don't like Malfoy and like for good reason but I'm also like you should like not completely dismiss Harry because he's like your friend and he like really feels strongly about this like can we find a middle here (laughs) yeah I think you say, Harry, you need to reflect on if what you think is evidence is actually your resentment towards Malfoy, but I will attest that he is being sketchy. Yeah, and I don't think Harry's willing to, like, do that work. No, (laughs) no. So we're like, nope, I know. (laughs) Which I think makes, we've talked about this, Hermione and Ron take a harder stance in the other direction. Yeah. But still annoying. Which it wasn't the case. Did you feel? But I think it's good for us as the reader to, like, kind of have that. Um, yeah, I guess. Know. On my, like, millionth read-through, though, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Just in terms of, like, that, because we don't know what the task is. Like, we do know that Harry's, like, a little bit right. We don't know, like, the degree, I guess. So it's just kind of, like, I don't know. I also think it's good to see Harry, like, stick up for how he feels yeah um even though I I mean I definitely do get annoyed so like I'm constantly a hypocrite in these books with Harry because I like disagreeing with him but like ultimately I'm like no this is why the book is good (laughs) yeah I mean it's good writing annoying for them as characters um um well, I'll just, I'll, I already told Alex this, but I'll just take this moment to talk about my, a phone call I got the other day, which I was elated about. My <laughs> younger brother, who's not really a Harry Potter fan, he's like read a couple of the books and has seen the movies before, but he was randomly like, I'm going to rewatch all of the Harry Potter movies, like kind of on a whim. And I was like, okay, how fun. I'm not going to get overexcited. I was still pumped. <laughs> And then not only that, he like texted me the other day and he was like, I have some Harry Potter questions. Are you like around or something like that? And I just like always for Harry Potter. I was like, this is my dream come true. Lay it (laughs) on me. And he's like, I know. And then he like (laughs) FaceTimed me, which I, he was like, are you going to record this for the podcast? I was like, if I knew how to record a phone call, yes. So I don't think he'd consent to being on the show necessarily, but I'll just kind of recap. Basically, he's he just finished the sixth movie. He was asking me a lot of questions about Snape, and I was like, I don't want to spoil anything, even though I know, like, technically you've seen it before, but he was like, no, I just, I need to know these things. <laughs> that was, like, how it started. So he was, like, asking questions about, like, Snape as a Death Eater, and 
like him being a double agent, he's like, well, how, like, how long has he been doing this? And like, has he just been like working for Voldemort this whole time? Like he was kind of like confused on the timeline, which it is interesting. Like only really having the movies as a basis. Yeah, it is hard. I think. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, let me take you back. Let Before me. the series started, <laughs> he was a dead. <laughs> like I was so into those conversations. That's awesome. But then he was asking like really good questions, I think. And I think, um, you know, because of what's happening in the world, like he was like thinking about it from like a justice standpoint. And he was like, okay, so like Lucius Malfoy if they know, or, like, with Snape, he was basically, like, if they know he's a Death Eater, like, why don't they just arrest him? And, like, Voldemort's, like, in, I was, like, saying how in the, um, he was, like, well, where's Lucius right now? I was, like, well, technically right now he's in prison, but he's about to be, like, broken out, like, Mm -hmm. at some point. Um, and they're, like, well, why don't they just, like, go there and arrest them? Like, if they know that he's a Death Eater. And, like, he was just asking all these, like, questions in general about About the world and stuff and how it works. That's awesome. It was, like, hard to, like, explain, like, unfortunately, they don't, like, they just don't go arresting Death Eaters. It's, like, it's, like, it is, like, a privilege thing, like, pure blood privilege. Yeah, and, and he was, like, like, old family, like, and honestly, like, wealthy, like, old families. Yeah. Different. (laughs) He was, like, doesn't Lucius, like, work for the ministers? Like, well, he's, like, a consultant, kind of, and... I was like, well, and no one believed Harry because he was like talking about, well, after the graveyard and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, he like named those names, but like they didn't believe him. And then you have to remember that nobody, that the ministry was really anti-Harry at that point because they wanted to like say that everything he was saying was lies. Right. And so, I mean, I think it wasn't that he like didn't understand what was happening in the movies, but there was like certain nuances that was like, there were gaps kind of. Well, have I ever told you that I was on a a skiing trip with some, like, family friends when I was younger, and this was right after the fourth movie came out on DVD, and I watched it with people that, like, weren't, like, Harry Potter people. I think they might have, like, not seen a couple of movies, and we watched the fourth movie, and I had to explain everything to them at every single point of the movie, and then they were like, okay, we need to watch this again right now, now that we know everything. That's a dream. Honestly, I was so excited about it. I, I still remember this night. I was young. <laughs> I love to just like be sitting with somebody and explaining the movies. Like that's so nerdy, but like I would love yeah. to do that. Remember that year or that summer where I was babysitting my kid that wanted to watch the first movie every day and ask me questions about it every single time I was over? Still a dream. Wish I could go back there. I had one. I had one last note. I don't know if you had any more. Uh, oh I have a question too what's yours I just had like how did they not think about Hagrid when they were like applying for their classes like they just didn't think about it at all I have the question are Newt's classes double period I think all the ones that they're taking are because like why wouldn't they have room just to do care of magical creatures I know, but I don't think they want to take it. That's bad friendship. But then that's, like, another newt they have to take. And, like, less free periods, which is what Ron cares about. He's, I'm, all I'm saying is Hagrid's their friend, and he's not using that free period to study. I'm surprised Hermione's not, honestly. I'm genuinely surprised she doesn't stick it out for Hagrid. I mean, I do think that they're all, like, only taking classes that they need for like a career and like oh, yeah. not taking, or like even if they don't all become aurors or whatever like they don't need care magical creatures right but yeah it is sad it's but sad. like I I mean I get it oh I totally <laughs> get it I just am like I don't know if the answer is that you couldn't do it like it's not like you didn't have room in your schedule you just chose not to and one of them is like, doesn't he know everyone hates it? It's like, no, it's Hagrid. Oh, he doesn't know. And it, you guys have protected him this whole time, which is great. But like, 
And they, they're so shady about it. Like, just tell him. Just tell him. Rip off that Band-Aid, okay? You're like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. We're not going to be taking it. I, I will come visit. <laughs> Something. We'll do tea once a week. How about it? That'll be better than class. Then you have to hang out. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Spin it. Make it work. That that was my last note. Mind you. What was? Oh, you do have a question. Oh no, that like my last my last note was a question. It was about the double period. Oh oh. That's kind of what it seems like, but. I don't get how their classes work to be TBH. What's that timetable? I don't get it. It also feels like they start school late. Like in the day? Yes. Yeah, because they have breakfast. Yeah. Like what? What is And like what's a double period? Like two hours? Yeah. I don't. That Ours were like an hour 45, I think. Oh, if you had a double period? Yeah. See, we, we had block schedules, and all of our classes were 90 minutes. All of them. Oh, no. It was brutal. No, 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 no. Like, class just, like, never ended. Like, if you really didn't like that class. That sucks. We had 50-minute classes. And then some classes were double periods. And if you had a double period class, then... I mean, can you imagine even just, like, teaching for that long? No, I would not want to be in that room. I think most of my classes, like, the first half was, like, just instruction, and the second half was, like, what you, like, worked on something. But, like, I just, I really hated Calc AB. I didn't make it to Calc BC, and that class, it never ended and I was so bad at it I was like just get me out of here well that was a double period class I remember that makes sense because you do need like that instruction time and then like to practice but I obviously didn't take that class I it was first thing in the morning too that's a bad way to start your day I Honestly, just, 90 minute math class seems like the worst experience of my life. I had no quiz question. Me either. I did have um, points and rats and champs. Same. What is your points? I give it 50. The same amount of points Harry got taken away. Oof. I gave it 30. I mean, I get it. I don't not like it. Not because I think it's a bad chapter. I just, like, I feel like it's such a nothing chapter. Like, yeah, no, I, I feel that. That's, I mean, I gave it 50 for the same reason. I just, yeah. that was more on par of, like, what I'd been. Yes. Points. <clears throat> I think if I go under 50, it's like I actively, like, wish that chapter wasn't included. Yeah, I didn't mean it like that. No, I, I don't think it's a necessary chapter. I just don't think, like, it didn't bring me joy. And, um, in fact, it made me very mad at Snape. Marie Kondo it. Marie Kondo my chapter points. I gave my rat to Snape. What? Out of all the other people that were available to be a rat? I mean, he was victorious in being a rat. Correct. Uh, obviously, my rat is also Snape. And I gave my champ to Tonks because she's an Auror. Same. Are you proud of how many times I've said Auror? Oh, I, fuck, I just messed it up. <laughs> I was proud of you until the very end. I shouldn't have said anything. I don't, I shouldn't have looked for that credit. <laughs> You're doing so well. I think if you yell it, you do fine. Auror! Oh gosh. Um, I, oh my, you already said your tattoo idea. My tattoo, I think, would have just been Tonks' new Patronus, that big shape or whatever it was. <laughs> Looks like a big shape. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel. I think we made this chapter better. 
We did. I agree. Instead of listening to this chapter and or reading this chapter and your reread, just listen to us talk about it. <laughs> just kidding. Don't do that. Always listen to us and leave us a review on iTunes. We have no owls today, people. Yeah, we do. You have an owl? We got an owl. <laughs> oh, an owl. We got an owl from our new friend, Melanie. Oh my gosh. She says, hi, proud puff over here. I'm so happy to have discovered this podcast series about two weeks ago. The way you ladies interact with each other and your special guests is fantastic. Your knowledge about everything is awesome and I've discovered things I never knew or remembered. I don't want to make this long-winded, but keep it up. I've been binging this harder than Netflix and Disney Plus combined. Currently listening to the special episode interview, the one after um, Chamber of Secrets, Chapter 6. Love it. More than Disney Plus and Netflix combined. That's the one with my sister when she interviewed us. Yes. I looked it up. How fun. So fun. Thank you, Melanie, for writing in. That really, like, made my day when I got it. And thanks, Tabs, for also writing in. Yes, Tabs, as always, thank you for writing in. I love our conversations. We don't mean to not show you love. It's just, like, I feel like our conversations are so deep in the deep into like the pot the podcast canon I I although you do have like really great ideas about some of the things we talk about so I'm gonna do a quick read of uh something some highlights some highlights okay so she has some really good thoughts about the in theory so that's what I'm gonna talk about she says you guys were talking about the inferi being actual physical bodies or something kind of magical impressions and how they are transported, etc. I definitely think the inferi, inferi, however we say that, are the are actual dead bodies. So it could be anything from normal looking if they died from an Avada Kedavra versus messed up looking like in Fantastic Beasts when they die from an Obscurious. But then I think probably they probably send them somewhere like um somewhere like some transfiguration skill that disapparates them to a storage place or i wonder if there is some spell that makes all the people you have killed appear and um that's very sad and scary because she says and this is the part that really stuck with me yeah because she says um every time i read the chapter about dumbledore and harry going over to the lake to get the locket and horcrux and harry talks about looking down into the water and seeing the faces and bodies i'm always super anxious even though i know what's going to happen that he will see this well that he will see his mom and dad or i bet 100 chocolate frogs that regulus is down there and she says regulus looks enough like serious that harry might think that it's serious and that broke my heart. Thanks, Tabs. Um, I just, I think those were some really insightful thoughts about the Inferi. And I had never really thought about that whole Regulus being down there, his parents being down there before. I did think about his parents being down there, but... Their bodies stay at the house, so I don't think that they can be turned into Inferi. Well, at least in the movies... Oh no, because no, that's no, that's yeah. Never mind, that's everything. But yeah, I was think I back in the day I did think that the parents were down there because I was like, is it just is it like Priory Incantatum or whatever, like where everyone? Yeah, that's why. That's I think why we started talking about this is like, does everyone just become an inferior of Voldemort? Yeah. But I think there, he must have to put a spell on them, and he disappeared before he could have done that. Right. Oh, Regulus is deaf down there. Regulus is for sure down there. Frank Bryce? Maybe. I don't know about him. Just because it was like, I don't know if he was like worried about the Inferi when he killed Frank. Oh, that's fair. 
but yeah I don't know. Hmm. but very sad nonetheless very rough but good good points and I think um whenever we do another science is magical episode we'll probably talk about it in theory um, yeah that's how um, I I don't know if I'm saying tabs it. tabs is gonna be a special guest on our next uh our next science is magical app so get ready for that okay <laughs> listeners get ready get prepped <laughs> Um, and yeah, uh, we're hoping to have some more special guests on throughout this book. For sure. It'll be fun. I'm really excited. Alrighty. Okay. Stay magical. I'm Joel. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum.